Hello, friends, and welcome to the Almost Enlightened podcast. I'm your host, Alex Morin, and today is an exceptional day. You hear that laughing in the background? (laughs) Why are you laughing? I don't know. It's an exceptional day today because this is my first ever interview. My first ever interview. You've interviewed me before. Ooh, that's right. I did interview you several months ago. Space physics last time. Ah, we were talking about physics, you're right. Yeah, we didn't post it yet. But I believe we are going to post it soon, so... So this is special because I actually plan on posting this interview. Yeah. I've never done that before. I've never interviewed somebody with the intent of posting it. Yeah. I didn't even know what I was going to do with that last interview. We were just kind of having some fun, weren't we? Today, we're just going to basically just start talking about something like random conversations. And we're just going to technically forget that we're even recording. We're just going to start talking. Well, that's different, isn't it? What an honor and a treat for me to be able to sit down and talk with my youngest son and to be able to share that experience with you. Yesterday morning, my son Noah and I sat down to record an interview. We had a lot of fun doing that, and because we spoke for about an hour, I condensed the conversation a little bit by cutting out a few parts. But I made sure not to edit a single word that was exchanged between the two of us. And what's remarkable as I sat down this morning to listen to yesterday's recording is that I'm awestruck by the depth of thought that children possess. I'm blown away by the complexity of their thoughts and at the same time how they have an ability to answer a complex question with the precision of simplicity and clarity. In today's episode, I'm going to pop in and out of the interview in an attempt to narrate and make some observations about what I find so fascinating about the many exchanges that Noah and I shared during our interview. I hope you enjoy the honesty and candidness of the conversation as much as I did. Well, I should probably introduce you to everybody, right? Because nobody yes. knows you yet. Well, they know of you, but they've never really met you or, you, or, or heard your voice before. Yeah. So I'm going to introduce you. You are my son. Your name is Noah Morin. Indeed. How old are you? Six years old. You're six years old. Awesome. And we thought it would be fun. I woke up this morning. What day is it today, by the way? Your birthday. <laughs> so we wake up in the morning and do you remember one of the first things you said to me this morning? Yeah. What did you say to me? Because I remembered last time you interviewed me and I'm like, this would be a pretty interesting thing to do. So I'm like, why don't we, why don't you interview me for the second time and we can talk about, just hit record and start talking about a random thing and what we talk about will just be it. We can start having random conversations and see what it sounds like in record. Well, I kind of liked that idea this morning and it surprised me. I woke up, you wished me happy birthday. It was the first thing you said when you woke up. Yeah. And then I think the next thing you said was, dad, you should interview me today. And I thought to myself, well, I've been working on a new podcast for this week, but I don't love it. I'm about halfway done. I'm kind of a little stuck. And then all of a sudden you said, dad, you should interview me. And I'm thinking to myself, this sounds like a great idea (laughs) because I don't know what I'm going to do for a podcast. And all of a sudden you come along and say, here it is. Here's the podcast. Just (laughs) interview me. I mean, that's life. Basically, you give, you get. It's true. Right, right, right. It is, isn't it? So let's talk a little bit about you. I'm going to ask you a few questions because I'm interviewing you. I should probably ask you some questions, right? Yes, indeed. Okay, so here's my first question for you. My boy, what do you love most in the world? What are are some of the things that you just love? You love doing or you love period? Tell me about yourself. 
What do you mean by you love periods? Um, the, what I mean by that is things you love. Can you name me something you love? Something that's incredible in your life? I love you. Ooh, <laughs> I love you too. That's a great place to start. Yeah. So you love your family as much as I love my family then, right? Well, yes. Well, yes. What is it you love about your family? I couldn't tell you that, but... Mm, if you had to think one of a thing few that, things, what would they one be? One thing that you could say is that uh, you wouldn't be able to be alive without these humans, mm. these people. This is true. Parents, we ha we have to alive. have family in order to be alive, don't we? Yes. Aha, that's an interesting uh, observation, isn't it? Yes. When Noah said, I love you, it was so remarkably simple and so touching to me. In a world in which material objects are often central to many people's lives, it was an effortless answer that came from the heart and reflected a truth that hasn't escaped this little soul. One of the things I find so incredible about children is that they have an ability to see a path and take it. I had thrown him off a little bit by putting the word period at the end of my question, which you probably noticed, and he didn't quite understand. But when I cleared the brush for him, he saw it right away. It was an easy question to answer, which leads to a really interesting moment in which he fails to put a finger on what he really loves about his family. After some reflection, I realize that there isn't anything to love. You see, we're often fixated on finding something to attach to, like, I love the way you make me smile, or I love your caring attitude. But it seems to me that Noah's answer reflects a simple fact, and that fact is that he simply loves his family. There's no need to quantify what it is he loves. He just does. So let's keep this interview rolling. Some things you just can't question in life, and there's a lot of them. Right, where you don't have an answer that comes to mind immediately. Is yeah, that what you mean? Yeah. Like, let's say, are aliens real? Yeah, I can answer that really quickly. Nobody knows. <laughs> That's true. Now, on that topic, kind of that topic, um, something that fascinates you is space, right? You've always loved space. Yes. What is it about space that you enjoy? There's so many secrets that we don't know. Plus, when you think about it, we are not even close to knowing all the things about space. But there is so many things. In the interest of keeping this episode to a manageable amount of time, I'm going to cut out some of the next part of the conversation until this happens. The sun is a pretty incredible star, isn't it? it uh, it's what provides the energy to our planet, doesn't it? Yes. So the trees grow because of the sun. Um, we are alive because of yes. the sun, aren't we? Like it's very important to us. What would happen if there was no sun? It would be too dark. Too dark? You wouldn't get that much electricity because you do need the sun for electricity. We wouldn't be able to go trees. You wouldn't have oxygen to live. Ooh, so you're saying then that there probably wouldn't be anything living on the earth if there was no sun. Yes. I think you're probably right. One thing right. that I am pretty interested in, mm -hmm. just to ask you, well, ask you, I'm not supposed to think about this recording thing, but uh, the Big Bang and God, which one is it? What do you mean? Is it the Big Bang or is it God? Oh my gosh, you, you hit me with a massive question here, dude. Yeah. Like, that's a big question. I don't know that anybody has the answer to that. <laughs> what do you think? I was talking about it with Gianna at school, and she kept saying God, and I kept saying, 
the Big Bang. Uh-huh. And this Mrs. Bear was saying, like, even professors have this argument. And I was like, I'm honestly pretty happy that I'm starting this. Like, it's honestly pretty interesting. It is fascinating. So is is the question that you're asking, are you asking me what started everything off? Was it God or was it the Big Bang? Yeah. And also Mm -hmm. another thing Mm -hmm. is, what was I going to say? I don't know. I forget. Let's go back to your question about the Big Bang, though. I think that's rather interesting. So I personally think that we have more proof on the Big Bang because here's what I was going to say. So we have... No better proof on each side, but I think we have more proof on the Big Bang because according to a lot of uh, scientists, we can still hear an echo from the Big Bang right now. Hmm. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So is it possible that the Big Bang and God can be the same thing? Also, this really interesting thing that I thought was, did God make the Big Bang Mm. or did the Big Bang make God? Ooh, my gosh, another massive question, man. I don't have an answer to that. (laughs) I wish I knew the answer to that. That's what I'm saying. We don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So if we don't know anything, then what do we know? Those were heavyweight questions, but we encourage those types of questions in our home. And even when we don't have an answer to questions of that magnitude, it's really important for all of us to continue asking questions and to contemplate life's greatest mysteries. One of the things that we've always attempted to do in this house is to encourage the use of the imagination. As parents, we've always felt that our job isn't to force an opinion, which I could certainly have done with the God versus Big Bang question, but rather to get out of the way and to allow our kids to explore these big concepts on their own as Noah was doing. So talk to me then about how you live right now. When you decide to live right now and experience a moment right now, what's going through your mind? Like what what does now feel like? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. It just feels like now, doesn't it? Yeah. Just feels now like this now. moment. Now is and now. And something cool that I found interesting, I just think it's pretty interesting. Yesterday doesn't exist. There was, let's say, like for an example, yesterday didn't exist. We didn't have a yesterday. What if I said, I remember what happened yesterday? Does that mean it existed or does that mean that... It existed, but it doesn't exist anymore. Mm, You can't go back and live it. You can't go back in time. Mm, Okay. Well, at least we can't yet. Even if we could go back in time, I don't know how we do that. Black holes, I don't really know. Well, black holes, we're assuming that it takes you to another universe. Well, technically, you'd go back in time. Hey, Noah, question for you. Uh, when you talked about um, the past, when you talked about not being, it doesn't exist anymore, is it possible to relive the past in your mind? Like, is it possible to... Yes. Yeah? Like dreams and stuff? Right. Or even thinking about yesterday. Like, if you thought so hard about yesterday and you thought about the things you did, could you relive it in your mind? Yes. Okay, so then... But it wouldn't actually be happening. It wouldn't physically be happening, but it would be happening in your mind. Yes. Mm. So here's another topic for you. You love piano these days. Can I say something real quick? Sure, of course you can. Whatever you like. The whole point of this podcast is to forget that we have this thing on. Mm. And I think you're trying to tell them things, but we're supposed to forget that 
this thing's even here. So why don't we do this then? I think you're probably right about that. Why don't we just forget about it? Yes. I will forget about it, and I'll just have a conversation. A funny with you. fact though is that I said we shouldn't only have one conversation because then it's gonna be like 20 minutes, and it's not gonna be like a podcast. And this is what happens. This is what happens when you question something. It ends up working out. Mm-hmm. Things tend to work out, don't they? Yes. Yes, they do. So, I was asking you... This is why it's called Almost Enlightened, because even when I'm doing the podcast and you hear the podcast, you almost get enlightened. <laughs> this is literally the reason why it's called Almost Enlightened. What does enlightened mean? <gasps> no one really knows. No one really knows. No. Mm, that's kind of a good answer, because I sure as heck don't know. <laughs> I think I know what it means, but I don't You've never really been know. enlightened because no. it's pretty hard to be enlightened. I would agree with you. I would agree. Um, it, it, it's, it was a goal of mine to be enlightened, and then I kind of gave it up because I thought, I don't think you can just try and yes. be enlightened. I think you are. I think most people are. It's just inside us. Yes. Yes, you agree? Yes, I do. Man, he cracks me up. Everything he's said so far is completely and totally unrehearsed. I didn't prep Noah with a single question, and yet you can see how free-flowing the conversation is. That part about enlightenment was quite a shock to me, actually. I didn't see it coming, but he's making observations that are really profound. And what's awesome to me is that as I take the time to listen to this little guy, I'm forced to reflect and to look inward. Not only are my son and I engaging in meaningful discussion, but I am literally learning with my six-year-old. It's right there for you to hear. See, we tend to diminish the thoughts of youngsters thinking that we as adults know best. But the reality is that everyone on the planet brings their own perspective to an interaction or a conversation, including these young beings. It's truly a blessing for me to be able to get a glimpse at a six-year-old perspective and to examine that perspective for the purpose of seeing the world and myself through a very unique lens. So the next time you're talking with your kids, be they young or old, take some time to reflect on the perspective with which they view the world. It's not wrong. It's just bound to be different than yours, which has the ability to be remarkably refreshing. The next part of this conversation is so fascinating. Let me set it up for you. One of the things I do for a living is coach individuals and corporations. In a set of lessons that I've been coaching for the past while, we delve into fear and belief. And because I work from home and have zero problem with Noah playing in my workspace, provided he respects the atmosphere of learning and tranquility that I maintain, he's free to do his thing and even listen in on my lessons. And as you'll hear in a moment, it seems that he's interpreting my lessons in his own unique way, which is truly marvelous. Here, have a listen. Have you ever had a circumstance in your life where you feel like you, life is tough and then you got past it? Mm, yes. Mm. Mm, can you think of an example? No. No? But one thing that I just thought about, I didn't just think about, but is the best idea, the belief side and the fear side. Mm, belief versus fear. Yeah. Ooh, talk to me about that. So, if you want to stay in the belief side instead of going into the fear road, one thing that is really weird, you 
probably gonna get confused is that I didn't even explain this, but you're gonna know <laughs> soon. And uh, so, if you want to stay in the belief side and not go into the to the fear side, fear road too much, because you will have to at some point. You can use some of your belief to stay in the belief. Hmm. Interesting. Have you ever done that before where you kind of feel crappy or you fear, feel fearful and then you decided to change your opinion yes. and, and live on the belief side? Like when I went to went to Legoland one day. Ooh. Usually when I go by myself without you and mom, I usually get pretty scared. But now if you think about it, I just said I'm going to have a really fun time. And that's what happens. That is what time. happens. So how did you do that? Like you were feeling fearful and then you decided that you would go with your godparents to Legoland. What what made you make that decision? Like how did you do it? Because I that's a hard thing for some people. I decided to not be with fear. Oh, you just decided. Yeah. And was that a simple decision? Like was that a decision that was difficult to make or was it easy to make? It was pretty difficult. Okay. But if you use your belief, it won't be difficult. Ooh, interesting. So you used your belief, you decided to change your mind, yep. and you went. And how long were you missing us for? Like, was it a long time, or did you just have fun immediately? I was missing you, but I did have a really fun time, so. Ooh, cool. Did you learn anything from that particular day or from that particular lesson? No. No, nothing? You didn't learn anything? It wasn't, well, I did, actually. I thought you meant, like, did I learn anything at Legoland? I'm like, Oh, okay. Just Lego stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn, learn about yourself Legos. that day? I didn't learn anything, but now I did. Okay, and what is that? If I think back to it like you thought about, I did learn something. I learned that I don't always have to be with fear. I can change that, and I can have some belief in myself, and I won't be fearful. Hmm. Well, that's a really comforting thought because I think everybody on the planet at some point in their life, at some point in their lives, I think that they experience fear. Some of us get stuck there and yes. some people can get past that. Yeah. And if we employ your method, if we do what you did and we think about it and we believe and we feel like we can get past this, yep. then chances are we probably can, can't we? Yes. I think it's pretty darn cool that a six-year-old is beginning to understand, and not only understand, but beginning to use strategies to gain experience in overcoming obstacles. In this next part, I had to listen to it a few times before I fully understood the lesson that I was supposed to gain from this part of the interview. Now, I'm going to come back to it after you hear it, but pay special attention to the part when Noah says, I came here to learn what I want to learn. <laughs> we'll examine that in a few minutes. I'd like to ask you about your love of piano these days. You've been playing a lot of piano lately, and you I are really, really improving. Piano. You do love piano. So um, what is it about it that you love? I don't know. I just love it. It's pretty interesting. And <laughs> the funny thing is uh, that for many years, you were playing piano. Well, you were practicing piano. You were taking piano lessons. But I don't think you loved it back then, did you? No, it wasn't the best. And wasn't the best. what changed? Because you, I you, didn't you, like the song. You're just like, like I want to learn 
a song that I like, like something that I want to learn, not just a random weird song. Mm, okay. Like I want to listen, learn a song that I like, I like, like I like, like an easy one that I would like, like a song that I would like, not like one of my favorite songs, but a song that I would like. I don't want to learn a random song. I would like to learn what I would like to learn. Mm. I came here to learn what I want to learn. Mm-hmm. So when did that change for you? When did you start loving piano? Like, was it after we stopped lessons or was it when you got the it app to learn lessons? It was when we stopped or? lessons okay. and I got this app that teaches me all these cool stuff. Like, it shows you your finger placement. It shows you, it gives you numbers of which number hand to do and all that stuff. And it teaches you some pretty cool songs. I like those songs. What was one of the first songs that you learned? I think we heard it in the backyard yesterday. The first song that I ever learned, well, not the first song, but the first song that I learned on the app was Lean On Me. Ooh, that's such a good song, isn't it? Yes. And you play it really well. Yeah, because it's the easiest thing ever. <laughs> it's literally, is it? I, I'm not going to say the letters, but if you guys know the hand placements, I'll, you'll probably know because every adult likes piano. Like, they usually learn a little bit with piano. Right. It's a pretty straightaway thing. So you... So, it's literally one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, like the entire song. Do, 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 one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Mm, I love that. So the lesson that I was referring to is that if you listen closely enough, children will tell you what interests them. When we pulled Noah out of piano lessons, it's because we felt that he wasn't really all that interested. But as it turns out, he was interested. It's just that he wasn't learning what he wanted to learn. That's a really big lesson for someone like me that's raised two other kids and probably didn't have the skill set back then to understand that kids are quite capable of guiding their own education instead of having us adults push them in an unnatural direction. It's something to think about. Anything you want to ask me at all? You want to, you want to be the interviewer and ask me some questions? Hello, welcome back to another Almost Enlightened podcast. Today I have a human here named Alex Morin. Now I'm going to ask you a few questions. All right. What's one of your favorite things in the world? Um, my kids and my wife. You want another answer? Yeah. Uh, Singapore rice noodle. That's one of my favorite meals ever. Any other questions you want to ask me? What is the story of how, when, how did you create this Almost Enlightened podcast? Everyone else knows, but for those of you that don't know, you're about to find out. Wow. Um, you didn't used to even think about podcasts. You used to work at a different company. You're right. At a different company. Well, uh, let me tell the people that are listening that none of this is planned. I did not know that you were going to ask that question. Yes. So, um, well, you know the, you know the answer to that, yes. and, and I'll, I'll share that answer with everybody so else. I'm going to and... talk about some stuff, too. Sure. So, it was just uh, a beautiful night. I was going to bed, and when I went into the bed, and I knew it was pretty late, 
My mom was still up with her phone, and I asked, "Why are you still up?" And you can tell them the story about that. For those of you that feel bad about this story, don't feel bad, cause now the human that you're about to know is totally fine now. He's right, right, right. So, yeah, my gosh, I didn't think we were going to talk about this, but I am willing to talk about it with you. Yes, cause. It's a pretty good story, though. Like it's kind of embarrassing, but at the same time, it's pretty interesting. So it's not that bad. Well, why do you think it's embarrassing? Because it's a pretty personal thing, I would find. Hmm, it is pretty personal, isn't it? Yes. So the story is that that evening, your brother and、uh, my other son,、uh, he was stabbed, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And we were all pretty afraid and pretty scared for his life,、yes. weren't we? He. Oh, another fact! He actually almost died. You're right. That、uh, that nearly happened, and when that happened, we 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 went to the hospital to support him, obviously. Give him and give him some positive vibes. Yeah, we sure did, didn't we? And、uh, we had a lot of love as a family, trying to get through it together. I did think that he was positive vibes, and I thought he was positive vibes, and then I said to my mom, "Don't give him." Don't give them positive fives. Give them positive tens. <laughs> then she's like, "It's not positive fives. It's positive positive vibes." Ah, you used to think、I'm、it was positive fr- fives. I didn't know that. That's actually quite funny. I'm not gonna remember how to say this word because of how many times I'm saying positive vibes. <laughs> positive vibes. So、yes. we、uh, we worked together as a family.、Yep. We gave Brady positive vibes. Yes. He was able to heal thanks to a wonderful medical staff and、yes. thanks to his body being healthy. He had to cut how many centimeters was it? A few centimeters from his, his bowel.、Uh, small bowel, yes. yes. It was cut right into his stomach. Mm-hmm. Right into there. It was not cool, was it? No. But it did change our lives, didn't it? Yes. And how do you think it changed our lives? It was pretty intense. Mm. Like we, we almost lost him. We did, didn't we? Yeah. And so, as a result,、uh, when I... we when we had a couple of meetings about this, they were saying Brady Moran, and I'm like, who the heck is Brady Moran? Mm-hmm. Brady Morin. <laughs> yes, but then we figured it out, right? So the rest of the story simply is that he we, got recovered. He recovered, right? And、uh, I decided I would make some changes. Yep. He had to quit because it was pretty intense. And good news, now he's like a normal human. He's fine. <laughs> Brady is. Yes. Yeah, we're happy about that, aren't we? Yes. We love. He、him. had he had the stitch immediately. Right、mm-hmm. after the surgery, and the sisters were on there for a while.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was a little scary. Do you do you he's still, still get... getting the muscles a little bit? But he's mostly pretty good. How how do you feel today about the whole situation? Do you feel pretty good about it? Like do you feel okay? Like... I don't worry about it anymore because he's pretty fine. Okay.、Now. And does、so. do you, does do you ever get scared thinking back to that night, or do you feel okay? I would be fine because it, it's not happening right now. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because your opinion is probably the right opinion. Like you feel pretty good and pretty confident. Yeah. And sometimes when I think back to that event, I I feel anxious. You know, I feel yeah, I makes me it. feel odd. Um, and I try not to because I know he's safe. I know he's feeling well now. But I still, when I think back, I, I do feel that way. I wish I could adopt your philosophy and, and feel a little bit more confident and feel a little bit more better. Yeah. You, you do a really good job of that. Stay on the belief side, everyone. <laughs> That's what I have to do, don't I? Yeah. You seem to be really good at that. You have a skill that uh, is magnificent. Yes. And I'm, I don't I'm, ask me what I know you're going to ask me. What am I going to ask you? How do you, what is that skill? No one asked me because I have no idea. <laughs> you just do it, right? Yeah. And you don't really need to know why you do it. You just do it. I just do it. That's pretty cool. I just used my mind. Well, I then get I... enlightened and then I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this podcast, I get enlightened and then I do it. <laughs> well, I won't ask you how you do it then because I know you just do it. Yes. That's the key to your, your success, isn't it? I just do it. It's just being. Well, it's not the key. I just do it. You just do it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I actually think that is wonderful, wonderful advice. If you want to do something in life, just do it. Yes. Just do it. Just accomplish it. Just do it. Just got to do it. Just change just, your mind just and go for it. Just got to do it. Just got to just got to just got to do it. You just got to do it. You're a silly dude. Uh, uh, you know why I'm doing that? Why? Because I remember that snapshot that I did with mom when I was in the bathroom. I'm like, just do it. Just got to do it. Just got to do it. <laughs> I remember that thing on snapshot that I did with mom. That's awesome. What we were just discussing in that short clip was perhaps the most intense moment of our lives. And in spite of that reality, I've learned a lot from our little guy who was able to take the circumstance in stride and move forward. And it warms my heart when he hams it up and he says, stay on the belief side, everyone. <laughs> I've listened to it a few times and it cracks me up every single time. A cool thing that I actually think about is that everybody's DNA, even you guys, you are the only person in our planet that has that DNA. Mm. Well, that's interesting. How'd you learn that? If I have your DNA and I have mom's DNA, you have my DNA, she has my DNA, but I don't have the same family as your family and you have your family's DNA, but mm. I have your family's your DNA. Mm -hmm. So how can it be the same? You're right. It is unique, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So is it safe to say that everybody on the planet is a unique individual? <laughs> yes. Yes? You're a big individual. <laughs> so not only is my DNA unique, but I am yeah. unique as a person. You are unique as a person. What makes you unique? No one really knows how they're unique, but a cool thing is that everyone is new eek, new unique. I can't, I can't say it anymore. <laughs> but how many times I said it? This is, oh my god, <laughs> unique. And everyone has the same feelings, but they don't do the same thing. Like even if they're not nice or anything, they're still unique. Hmm. Everybody is nice. unique, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, like, I, I find that concept amazing. In fact, let me tell you this. I was writing an article uh, for a magazine not too long ago, and I was telling that exact same story. What I was telling people is that everybody is unique, and you don't have to worry about competition because you're your own self. You're different than everybody else. Right, can I say something funny? Sure. 
All right, pause the podcast. Please go on the news and read this article. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. Yeah, that's what I was uh, saying the other day in my article, that everybody is unique and everybody is different. And I think that's pretty cool. You don't have to compete with anybody because you're your own self. Yes. And you're your own self for sure, aren't you? Yes. You're different than everybody I know. Mm-hmm. In a great way. And I'm different than everybody I know. In a great way. Yeah. Before we end this podcast, I want to let you know what an unbelievable experience this interview has been for me. And I say that because although I have this vehicle, the podcast, there's nothing stopping you from interviewing someone you love. Simply take your phone, hit the record button, and have a conversation. If you're open, honest, and get into the moment, magic will happen. And you'll have a recording to go back to, to study, and from which to learn. I feel so blessed to have had this opportunity and truly look forward to interviewing every member of my family over the coming months and years. Because when you open your heart to possibilities, as I did yesterday morning when Noah asked me to interview him, you'll quickly realize that the greatest things and moments in your life are right smack in front of you, sometimes even hugging you and bumping into the mic during a podcast interview. Although you're used to hearing me sign off in a particular way, I'll leave you with the following unedited sign-off. I'd like to thank you for wanting to be interviewed on my Don't show. Don't thank me. You can ask me when you want me to do it, because I'm going to do it. <laughs> I know. You love doing this, don't you? Yeah. I am very appreciative, and you know how much I love you and how much I appreciate you. I just yes. love spending time with you. I'm so happy to have had an opportunity to sit with you and yes. to talk. I love it. Yep. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Yep. Thank you for this time. Thank you for your great conversation and your hugs during this podcast. I've enjoyed those too. <laughs> I love you so much. We should be like Joe Rogan now. <laughs> How so? Just pretend that we're Joe Rogan. Yeah? And just... You ever listen to a Joe Rogan podcast? No, I'm a kid. You have. <laughs> multiple have. times. I have. I like his podcast actually. Yes, you do. His podcast is pretty cool. The next shout out today goes to Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> It does, doesn't it? We'll shout him out. Yeah. One day. One day. One day. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Noah. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the interview, and I look forward to doing this again with you in the near future. Yep. On behalf of myself, on behalf of Noah here, thank you very much for listening. And you know how I always end my podcast? Do you know how I end them? No. I don't know if you know. No, I don't. I always tell people that are listening that I appreciate them. I say, I appreciate Uh, you. Did you know that? Do you know why I do that? I forgot about that. Do you know why I do it? Yes, I do. Why? I don't know. <laughs> you just said I, you do know. I do know, but I don't know. The reason I say I appreciate you at the end is because I genuinely appreciate people. I appreciate anyone who's spending For time with me, who's sharing energy with me. Spending time to watch, watch yeah, your podcast. Yeah, to watch, to listen, to engage with me. Uh, you know how much I love energy. And I love sharing energy with people just like you and I are sharing energy right now. I love that. That's one of my yeah. favorite things in life is to have energy, to share energy. And if you haven't really seen our podcast or you haven't seen a lot, there is a link in the description to our website, isn't there? Um, yeah, we have a website that has the podcasts on it. Yep. Yes. Yep. What is it? What's the website address? www.org. 
almost enlightened dot life. Awesome, you got it. Yes. So I am going to say <laughs> I appreciate you to anyone that happens to be listening. I appreciate you. Are there any words that you would like to say at the end of this podcast, everybody? I hope you enjoy our. I enjoy your time for listening our podcasts. Make sure to check out our all our other ones, and I appreciate you. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, thanks again, Noah. I love you lots. I love you more.